This message was recorded live at Life Church Lancashire, a contemporary Christian church in the north of England. Learn more at lifelanks.org. This morning we're going to continue our series, uh, Small Things, Big Difference. It's the small things that no one sees that result in the big things everybody wants. It's the small things that no one sees that result in the big things that everybody wants. And God does not expect us to do the bigger things in life or to be a bigger person on our own. Zechariah 4 verse 6, as Jeff shared earlier, says, So he said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. That is God enabling us and empowering us to do the bigger things in life. You know, this week I was listening to Radio 1. Uh, I listened to Radio 1 quite a lot. And um, somebody came on the radio that I was really surprised to hear on Radio 1. I was thinking Radio 2 Max, this person, you know, maybe even beyond that, like going into the outer limits of Radio 3 and Radio 4. And he, he came on the radio and he... I was just completely surprised, and I grew up in the 90s. I grew up as a kid in the 90s, and I remember this guy, and he was like a figure from TV. Who remembers Mr. Motivator? Right? Mr. Motivator, there he is. Check that out. Who can pull that off, really? Not just a Lycra outfit, colourful, but a bandana that matches it. How good is that? Um... Yeah, I mean, some people can pull that off, others can't. Um, but he was on the radio this week, and I was just completely surprised to hear him on the radio. And here's an interesting fact. He has sold the most workout DVDs of anyone else in the UK. Wow. So if you want to work out, do it with Mr. Motivator, I think, is, is the answer. But he said this on the radio there this week. They asked him, what does it take to motivate you? Mr. Motivator. He said, what, what do you do in the morning to motivate yourself? You motivate all these people on ITV, other channels with adverts are available. And he used to do that in the 90s, motivating people in the morning, getting people off the sofas, doing a bit of exercise. And they said, what does it take to motivate you? And this was his response. Check this out. He says, I look in the mirror every morning and I say, every other woman is going home with the second best looking guy in the country. That's what he says to himself. And I thought, okay. <laughs> but <laughs> he definitely believes in himself. There's no doubt about that. He's got confidence in himself. And some of us may do that in the morning. And others us may not. But when we stand and look in the mirror in the morning, we say things to ourselves. Maybe we don't say it out loud, but we do say it in, in our internal dialogue about ourselves and what we think about ourselves. And in our lives, when we look in it, those things is what, are what we speak over ourselves every morning when we look in the mirror. And I know you all use the mirror because you all look great. So that's what we're speaking over ourselves. And it matters what we say over ourselves. It matters what's happening in our internal dialogue. Proverbs 18 verse 21 says, The tongue has the power of life and death. The tongue has the power of life and death. Our small words can make a massive difference in our lives and in the lives of others. Our words carry 
power. And God wants to empower us in our words. God wants to help us, in, as it, you know, not by my might, not by, uh, not by power, but by my strength, says the Lord. God wants to empower us in our words. And God is not expecting us to use our words for greatness without helping us. And I love that, that he has created us and given us this tongue to speak out words. And it's our choice whether we choose to speak words of life or death. And last week, uh, Bryony was um, sharing with us about how our thought, how transforming our thinking. And as our thoughts are transformed, so our words are. And then that, in turn, affects our actions. And this morning, I want us to think about how our words, uh, what, what the power that our words carry. And how God wants to empower us in our words. And so... I'll, uh, this phrase, I, I heard this phrase, and I just think it's absolutely brilliant. It says, if you want to change the life you have, change the words you speak. If you want to change the life you have, change the words you speak. Our words carry that power within our own lives and within the lives of others. And I want to be someone who powerfully impacts my life, other people's lives, who changes the atmosphere in a room with my words. And I want to be someone who speaks to the ruins and the mess that sometimes we see around us and they come to life. You know, you can be someone who impacts your own life with your words, impacts other people's lives with your words. Who, you can be someone who changes the atmosphere in your workplace, in your family, in your friendship group with your words. And you can be someone who speaks life into the ruins that you see in other people's lives. And the mess that sometimes people find themselves in, and we all make mistakes, but you can speak life into that and allow God to work through your words, which I just think is unbelievable. And so actually, our words can be very small, but they can make a big difference. Small changes in the words we speak can completely turn things around. It says in James chapter 3, it says this. When we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal. Or take ships as an example. Although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder. Wherever the pilot wants it to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it can make great boasts. Consider... Um, what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. I, I just love this image of the ship. That uh, Our words are like that small rudder on a massive ship. The wind is driving it, but all of a sudden, if, if the captain just turns that wheel, the rudder cha- can just completely change the direction of that ship. And in our lives and in other people's lives, our words can hold that kind of power. Our words, what we speak over our own lives and what we speak into other people's lives can change people's course for the better. Our words can carry that power if we allow God to empower us. And what I love is the fact that in Genesis it says that God created us in his image. God created us in his image. And God put a tongue in our mouth and gave us a mind to be able to think of the words to say. And I love this idea that we're created in his image because God's words have power. God spoke the world into existence, it says in Genesis. Therefore, our words can speak life. They can create. Our words can create the world around us. They can affect the world around us. In our family life, in our friendship group, in our community, in this church. You know, let's think about the words we speak can have great power and can help create 
and can help add to what is going on and change the atmosphere. And so God wants to empower us in our words to help create life. You see, we speak words to ourselves and to others. And out of the words that we speak to ourselves come the words that we then speak to others. You know, as Brian shared last week, um, how we view ourselves is affected by how God views us, if we allow that to change us. In the same way that our, the words that we're speaking over ourselves affect then how we speak to others and what we say to others. And so we first got to think, well, what about what am I speaking of myself? Mr. Motivator looks in the mirror and he says that, line, says that quote that, you know, um, every, uh, I look in the mirror and every, uh, I know that every woman in the country is going on with the second best looking guy, right? But I don't think that's necessarily the best thing to speak over ourselves. That actually God's got better things that we can speak over ourselves. And it's not just a few motivational words in the mirror that are going to change our lives. God's not out to say, oh, just say a few motivational things. No, you can do it. Go on, champ. You know, or whatever you say to yourself. Um, I don't, I don't want to go into people's internal dialogue, but whatever you say to yourself in front of the mirror, a few motivational words aren't going to change things, but it comes out of a conviction in our hearts and our minds being transformed by understanding who God is and how he sees us, that then we speak out of that over our lives, that we speak out of that into our lives, and then that speaks into other people's. And so you can be someone who tells yourself every day who God created you to be. Proverbs 18, our words have the power of life or death. So let's choose life. Let's choose to speak life over ourselves. And maybe in life there's different situations going on. You know that person at school or college that maybe is spreading rumors, we can say actually no, I know that God has a plan and purpose for my life. No, even though the person in the office just called me incompetent, I know that God has created me to be a victor. You know, even though my kids might be driving me up the wall if you've got kids, you can think, actually, God has created me to be a great parent. Even though my parents might have told me, if this was you, your parents might have told you that you're a failure, well, no, God says, no, I've created you to be an overcomer. You see, these are the things that we can choose to speak over ourselves because life, stuff in life happens. People say stuff. But what we choose to speak over ourselves is completely in our control. And so we can choose to speak life over ourselves. Whatever situation we are going through, our words can be powerful to speak over ourselves and say, no, this is who God created me to be. This is who God sees me as. Whatever um, stuff is going on in our life, we can speak into that and say, God has got a better plan for my life. God wants to bring me out of the stuff that's going on, and he has got something better for me. Because that is the power of speaking out over our own lives. Our words carry the power of life or death. And so we, can get, to ch- we get to choose to speak life over ourselves. See, if you want to change the life you have, change the word you speak. But then what about our words to others? Because if the words that we're speaking over ourselves affect um, the words that we speak to others, then there's power when we speak to other people. We can affect their world. We can affect their relationship for the better. And we can either speak life-giving words or life-taking words. You see, it says in Proverbs 12, the words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Our words... 
How powerful is that? Our words can bring healing because God has created us with power in our mouths. So what we speak of other people is we speak life into them. It can begin a process of healing within them. It can spark a process of transformation that God is doing something within them. Because remember, it's God that is empowering us in our words. And then get this one, Proverbs 15. The soothing tongue is a tree of life, but a perverse tongue crushes the spirit. A soothing tongue is a tree of life. I want to be someone, you can be someone whose words speak life to the extent that it nurtures and helps that person grow. It sparks a process of growth and transformation within them. You could just see in the potential in them, you can just speak into that. Wow. What a picture of what our words can do in our own lives. The power that we carry and what our words can do in other people's. And as I said before, our words can either be life-giving or life-taking. And every day we have the opportunity to speak life-giving words. So in things like, you know, if you're married, when you can say to your spouse, you are truly amazing. Or, or what about with your work colleagues? Mate, that project, that were exceptional. Or, or what about if you've got kids, you can speak to them and say, you are amazingly creative. God, when God created you, he created his best. Or, or what about with our friends? Mate, thank you for helping me be bigger and better and sharper and being more of who God's created me to be. You know, these are the kind of words that we can speak out to other people in the situations that we find ourselves in. And we can be people whose words change the worlds of the people around us. Because if our words create our world, our words can affect other people's worlds around us. So if our small words make a massive difference... A small change in the words we speak make a big difference in the life that we live. Then we have got an amazing opportunity. The, the words that we have carry power and we get to speak life-giving words. We get to speak words over ourselves that then we can get to speak words out over other people. And to other people to encourage them and uplift them. And so actually our words, I love that, our words can bring healing. That our words can begin that process. And so I want to be someone whose words are empowered by God that empower myself and that empower others and enable others to live in everything that God has got for them, that I want to be speaking into that, of what I see in other people. But to be effective in doing this, I think we need to do some really simple things. And the first one is this. If you can't say anything helpful or good, just skip it. If you can't say anything helpful or good, skip it. I don't know if you've ever been in a situation um, where you just hear this voice and you go, I know that voice. Oh yeah, that's mine. That's my voice saying that stupid thing. But that's sometimes me. I just, I just hear this voice and I think, oh yeah, that's mine. I can't believe I just said that. Or, well done for pointing out the obvious. Or, you know, you just, you, sometimes you just get to this moment where you think, you know, just trying to grab it back, trying to claw back the words, just trying to put them back in somehow. And you just think, I hear this voice, and I think, oh yeah, that's my voice. Hmm. I can't believe I just said that. Well, sometimes we, you know, we all make mistakes. And in Ephesians 4 verse 29, it says, 
Don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building up others according to their needs, that it may be beneficial to those, uh, that it may benefit those who listen. God did not create us with a tongue so that it was a weapon to hurt other people. God created us so that we could speak life. And yeah, we all make mistakes sometimes. We all sometimes say that thing, oh, I wish I hadn't said that. But, but God, we've got to come back to what God has created our words to be, to be life-giving words. And every day, we have that opportunity to either speak life-giving words or life-taking words. And Paul, in his letter to the Ephesians here, is saying, look, if you ain't got anything good to say, skip it. But if you have got something good to say, let's make sure it's building up other people or it's helpful and beneficial to them. That's a challenging thought. And for some of us, it's just going to hit us this morning that actually we need to think, are our words beneficial or helpful to others? And it's a challenge that I just want to challenge myself with as well. Are my words beneficial and helpful for building up others? So if we can't say anything helpful or good, skip it. Second thing that we can do is if you think something good, say it. If you think something good, say it. If you can't say something helpful or good, skip it. But if you think something good, say it. The good that we think about God, ourselves, our family, our friends, let's set it free. Let's set it free. Other that idea that you know, we, see, we think it's about God, let's speak it out. Let's speak out our praise to God. If you know, we just realize, oh, that's how God sees me. Speak it out of my life. You know, if you see something in someone, speak it out. Set it free. Let's speak those good things that we think. Because if, if someone sees us and we're just standing there and they ask us, what are you doing? Just like, just uh, thinking something good about you. Yeah? Just think. Do you want to tell me what it is? No, I just want to think it. No, let's set it free. We see these good, we think these good things. Let's set them free. In Proverbs 16, I love the wisdom of Solomon that we learn today from Proverbs. Proverbs 16, verse 24 says, Gracious words are like honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. I, I, I'll read that again. Gracious words are like honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. Gracious words, not gracious thoughts. Gracious words, not gracious thoughts. This is where our good thoughts become power as words. Because when we speak it out, we set it free. And actually, it's, I just love that image of just your soul is like, just, you know, it's like honey, honey's nice and all that kind of thing. But it's like, just that idea of our words are soothing, our words bring healing. To, can do that to people as they are empowered by God. You know, I was very fortunate um, my parents are absolutely awesome people, and they're always speaking life-giving words over me. And my mum just texts me saying, I'm just so proud of you. You know, just speaking life words. I was just speaking to them last night on Skype. They just wanted to encourage me. And I was just so fortunate that I got that spoken over me. So then I just want to speak it over other people. I want to encourage other people. And we can, whether our parents did that, said that to us or not, or maybe sometimes we find ourselves in a situation where people aren't speaking that over us, but they're speaking other stuff, but we've still got the opportunity to speak it out. We've still got the opportunity to speak the good out, these good thoughts that we see in other people. And I think we need to practice our sharpening of our praise for others. 
Before Christmas, Pete shared this idea of sharpening the acts of praise. That actually we've got an opportunity to be really specific in how we encourage others. And what that looks like is, sometimes in life, I don't know if you find this, it's human nature. When something's wrong, we see all ten things that are wrong with it. Or we think that's just not right. Or, you know, we're really specific about why that's wrong. Um, and when I go and watch football, um, a different, uh, whenever I go to a stadium, there seems to be loads of people who know better than the manager. And I'm like, you could get a job as a manager. You seem to know everything. And <laughs> sometimes it's really easy to criticize, isn't it? It's really easy to say that. But then when something's good, it's just, that, that was awesome. Well, that, that was good. How? How, how was it good? Because that might be encouraging for a second, but we've, you know, if someone's ever said that was good, sometimes you're like, well, tell me why. Tell me, tell me why it's good. And so let's, let's uh, flip that around a bit and let's be really specific in how we praise other people, how we encourage other people. That was awesome for these three reasons. That was great for, for these two reasons. And so we've got an amazing opportunity that when we think that, let's think specifically and grab hold of that opportunity to speak the good thoughts out. If you think something good, let's say it. So, and part of that is asking this question, well, what do we see in people? You know, if we see the potential in other people, let's speak into that. So if it's a good thought, I think, you know, they are amazing at that. They should do more of that. We'll speak it out. Let's grab the opportunity. Just, just grab them for a second and say, hey, I just seen that you're really, really good um, at, this, at this thing, at admin or something. You're really, really good at that, and I think you should do more of that. Or here's an opportunity. Or oh, you, you're just great at, uh, at helping people and listening to people. You should do more of that. You know, speaking into the potential that we see in people, helping people flourish and nurture. So what are we going to see in people? Well, what about us, though? What about, what are we speaking over ourselves? Because when we think something good about ourselves, sometimes I've, I find it harder, I don't know about you, to even to speak it over myself. I see something good in somebody else, that's easier to speak out, to encourage them. But what about the thoughts that God wants to give us about what he sees in us? We've got an opportunity to speak that out over ourselves. And that's the third thing, is get regular mirror time. Get regular mirror time. Some people pointing at each other going, oh, you have loads of that. Um, I won't point you out. Um, but the third thing is that simple. Is get, when we're in front of the mirror, it doesn't have to be in front of the mirror, but what are we speaking over ourselves? When we look at ourselves, we think, are we speaking out the good that God sees in us? Are we looking in the mirror and saying to ourselves, you have a purpose. You have a plan because God has created you with one. Or if you don't want to talk about yourself in third person, just speak to yourself. So if you want to change the life that you have, change the words that you speak. And so when we're in the mirror, when we have these moments of speaking uh, life over ourselves, what are we going to say? Last week we were reminded of how God sees us and how that affects who we are. Things like Speaking out of yourself that I am a masterpiece, that God, I am God's best work, that I am a victor in God, that I am an overcomer in God, that I am created for a purpose, that I am God's workmanship, that he has worked hard to create me. 
I wasn't a last minute thought. I am loved by God. What you speak over yourself in the mirror or at the start of the day is going to affect the rest of your day. And so let's use, the, use our tongue powerfully. Let's use our words powerfully to speak life into ourselves, to breathe life into ourselves of how God sees us. I love this. Um, in, in 1 Samuel 30, David, um, King David is in a moment of distress. Uh, people are trying to kill him. And this is what it said. And David was greatly distressed for people um, were, try, were trying to stone him. Because, uh, because the soul of all the people was grieved. Every man, um, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. David got some mirror time. In the midst of death threats, in the midst of a terrible situation, he got some mirror time and he says, hang fire a second, this is who I am in God. This is who God sees me as. And he encouraged himself. No matter what we're going through this week, no matter what we're going through in life, whatever situations there are across this room, Just get some regular mirror time at the start of the day. Encourage ourselves. Speak over into ourselves what God says about us. Because that is who we really are. That is who God wants us to be. And once our thinking has been transformed, so our words will be. I just want to invite the band uh, to come and join me. So when we have regular mirror time, what are we going to speak? We can use some of those phrases there. But I really want to encourage us this week... To think about what is one statement that I can speak over myself this year? What is one statement that I can speak over myself? Why not um, this week think, just ask God, take a few minutes, say, God, what, what should I speak of myself every day? You know, because sometimes we, we forget these sentences or whatever, but if we just have one thing that we can speak over ourselves of how God sees us, That is amazing because that can shift our whole day. That can turn the ship around. Whatever analogy or metaphor you want to use, that completely can affect us for the day. A life-giving statement, a statement that is like honeycomb to the soul, a statement that empowers you to be all that God created you to be. I have a statement up in my room that I'm just going to try and remember to speak over my life every day this year. So I want to encourage you to get, to get one. Write it on the mirror. Uh, put, it up, uh, put it on your fridge. Put it up on the cupboard. Put it wherever, somewhere that you will see it to remind yourself, that is who I am. That is who God created me to be. Uh, just something really simple that we can do this week is have that one statement. One statement that we're going to speak over ourselves this year. But don't, let's not make it up randomly. Let's ask God for for a statement. Let's ask him to help us discover that statement. And for us, that's a prophetic statement. That's a statement. And what I mean by that is it's a statement that we're speaking over our lives and into the future of our lives. We're speaking prophetically by speaking that statement out. This one statement. And with God empowering our words, because it's not by our might or power, it's by his strength that then actually that statement will come true this year. That that statement will be part of the defining of who we are in God. 
And so can I encourage you to do that this week? One statement, one thing that you're going to speak over your life this year and ask God for it. So three very simple things that we can do to, to, to see our words change our world and change the world of other people's. If we can't say anything helpful or good, skip it. If we think of something good, say it. And get regular mirror time. Get regular mirror time. Proverbs 18 verse 21, where we started. The, the tongue has the power of life and death. Our words can make a massive difference in our lives. You know, it's the, it's the small things that no one sees that result in the big things that everybody wants. The things that you speak of yourself every day affect the bigger things in life. And I want to be a bigger person in God. I hope you do too. I want to be someone bigger in life, doing even bigger things, whatever that means for you. And it starts with what we say in private, that one statement, that one thing that just lifts us up for the day, that helps us engage with who God's created us to be and know that our words are empowered by him. And so our words carry tremendous power to impact our life and the lives around us. And just remember that Zechariah verse, Zechariah 4, 6. It's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by my strength, says the Lord. God is empowering us to speak words of life over ourselves and over those around us. And we can do that today because of Jesus. Jesus came to earth as a baby. He grew up and then he died on the cross and rose again three days later for you and for me. And Jesus came to do that so that we weren't trapped anymore by our past. So that actually we could re-engage with the power that God, has, uh, God wants to put in us to speak out words of life and, and to live in all different aspects of our lives. Discover more about us at lifelanks.org and stay inspired by subscribing to the podcast via iTunes. Thanks for listening.